0: our stories on this episode i'll be discussing my favorite christmas moments As I always say, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Glory in Our Stories, episode 44. On this episode, I'll just be discussing um, our favorite, well, my favorite uh, Christmas memories. Um, man, so many dating back till to the um, 90s. You know, my family and I moved here like 1990, 1991, and we've been here ever since, here in Georgia. Um, we were originally born, for those of you who have been keeping up uh, with the glory in our stories, as well as my personal journey. Uh, we were born in Arkansas, uh, Blytheville, Arkansas. You know, we were in like street distance from our family. And when we moved, we would always come back during the holidays. We were always here for spring. We were always there for spring break, uh, Christmas, not Christmas, uh, summer break, um, (sighs) Thanksgiving. And then the cool thing about Thanksgiving was if we were to visit family for Thanksgiving, it it wouldn't be long before we came back uh, for Christmas and then we'll be there for New Year's and then we'll head back. And of course, uh, since mom was a teacher, um, she went back when we did and that was the benefit never really paid attention to it but that was the benefit of having an educator as a parent because when you're a, a kid when you're out of school so is your mom or your dad and i was like wow i never really considered the fact that whenever we need we had time off our mom had just just as much as we did and you know it was it was a blessing uh, for us to be able to travel when we did uh but i i wanted to go ahead And I originally wanted people to send in, um, you know, some audio clips of them telling their favorite Christmas moments. And maybe I probably didn't advertise it um, thoroughly. Um, I probably could have did a better job at that. It's been pretty pretty hectic over the last few weeks you know not just in relation to the holidays but just life in general life happens and it's funny because experience in life now you know and I'm like man I feel this way now wait till I do get married wait till I do possibly have kids you know wait do I wait until things just change drastically and it would never long it would no it would no longer be me you know so I wanted to um I wanted to highlight uh those moments uh, pertaining to uh Christmas holidays but I do want to go ahead and ad- um, address uh the main reason why we celebrate Christmas which is the birth of of Jesus Christ. And I know a lot of people who may listen to this aren't Christians or uh maybe Christians and don't believe um, you know, to have the same mentality that I do, and that's fine, that's understandable. Uh, but the key purpose of this season is to highlight uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, what I like to call, unfortunately, the beginning of the end. He was born uh, basically to save us, and the ultimate superhero. And he came down and he lived his life for I think it was 33 years, 33. I think it's 33, 33 years. Thirty-five. No, that's debatable. But he was down here long enough um, to to be the walking embodiment of the truth. He said, "I am the truth. I am the light. I am the way." And beautiful, beautiful um, metaphor and, and beautiful representation of God's love, God's ever, everlasting love. Love that will never be matched by any parent, any friend, anybody that may come your way. God's love, um, pretty much decimates that. Um, but I want us to really, if um, really highlight that and pay more, pay very close attention to it because without it, um, for it tis tis the reason for the season that joy and unconditional love, you know, and spreading it and and giving something to someone and not expecting anything in return. I recently heard um, from my father-in-law, you know, I wish people could be this way all year round. And I was like, man, I, I agree. I agree. It's a sad reality because you have Christmas and then you have New Year's and people make plans and come January 1st, it's like things go back to normal. You know? But what would what would what would it look like? What would it look like? If we added actually if we actually applied those plans to our lives, if we actually paid homage, homage to uh to Jesus and why he did what he did. And I'm sorry when it when it you know when when November hits, you know everybody's excited about thanksgiving, everybody's excited about eating food and spending time with family, and you know going around asking you know what are you thankful for and, and then next thing you know they uh they cut on the Christmas music, put up the christmas tree and and then and just decorate the house in a lot more um festive you know post thanksgiving and it's the music and it just it just lightens your spirit no matter where you are, no matter where you work, no matter where or with whom you find yourself, um, it, it always brightens your spirit for most of us. I know at the same time this can be a very depressing time of the year for some people if they've had uh, traumatizing experiences if maybe this is the time of year that it always reminds them of loneliness or being by yourself or being without. And that can be a hard struggle, Um, but for those who do have family members and friends, I just hope that you're able to appreciate this as much as possible. I know you're going to come across um, a lot of households and you see this massive tree with all these decorations and it's just flooded with gifts. And I hope that you, um, hopefully you don't take it as, oh my goodness, this person, this family is loaded. You know, they have all types of funds to do whatever they want, um, but let me ask you this, if you had a million dollar budget per Christmas, how would you use that? Because more than likely I'm certain certain that you will utilize those funds to you know provide presents for those you love, people that you really care about. and I think that's the that's the primary focus is when you see that, And you look and you're just like, wow, somebody is truly loved, truly loved. So um, I guess I'll just go ahead and tell you some of my favorite moments. First of all, if uh, if you haven't done the traditional movie watching or treat eating or whatever, uh, then you're totally missing out. One of my favorite films to watch during Christmas season is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. That's one of my favorites. That was one of my favorites. The Christmas story, I really, I can never really get into that. I never really actually watched the entire film. I remember iconic moments, you know, the tongue getting stuck to the telephone pole. Um, the, the lamp, the leg shaped lamp, uh, the kid getting a BB gun, um, and like somebody saying, you're going to shoot your eye out or something. And, um, that actual, actual actor was actually in, um, he grew up Well, I was obviously grew up into a, uh, grown man and he ended up appearing in other movies and you would have never known it was him. Uh, but he, um, yeah, I mean, that's an iconic film. Uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas, of course, uh, nightmare before Christmas, uh, for those of us who are very eerie <laughs> when it comes to um, watching certain films, and and it's just it, it it brings the best out of you. It's it's nice to be able to watch that. I missed family and they have conversations and you know have some cake, some ice cream, or you know it's hot cocoa. I it's funny like I hate I hate hot drinks. Like I used to love them as a kid, but I can't drink them anymore because they just hot. I like cold drinks. Yeah, like I. And I'm, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like coffee because it's hot. So I, and I tell my my fiance's if I ever drink coffee, it's gonna be cold, and that was the that would be the only reason why I drink it is if it's cold. And plus, as long as it doesn't taste taste exactly like coffee, then I'm good, which defeats the purpose, right? Um, but anyway, um, growing up with my sisters and my mom, Christmas has always been fun. Um, just being able to sit in the same room as them and you know and it's like eleven fifty-eight, and for us my mom my mom and myself it's been a tradition that at 12 o'clock it is officially christmas no it's not 6 a.m not 8 a.m it's not when you wake up at 12 a.m it is christmas time santa already came he need to have gone and left so we can come out and open our presents so <laughs> that's one tradition my mom and i have been uh upholding for as long as we can remember my sisters they wait till the morning till they wake up uh, but my mom and i we wait we wait anxiously um it, it's, it looks it looks like a christmas massacre um uh come come christmas morning like it's, is it's wrapping paper boxes and all sorts of stuff just flooding the floor. Mom and I are savages on Christmas morning. So yeah, I, I was telling my fiance, hopefully we can infuse some of our family traditions and create our own once we have our own family in the future. But that's one thing that I would love to keep, you know, that tradition is, you know, 12 o'clock i don't know about y'all but daddy's opening daddy's opening his presence Um uh, but anyway um growing up financially you know in, in comparison to other families we didn't have everything we had we always had what we needed we did we always had everything you know when they sent out the school supply list you know in in, in, in like what july august by august they send out the supply list and you go to the schools and the meetings and they hand those sheets of paper out. You say, okay, your child's going to need this for the year. We always got everything on that list. We always got our books. We always got our paper. We always got our composition books, everything that we needed. Mom made sure that not just because she was our parent, but because she was an educator. So she, she understood the severity of, of our school supplies. So we never went without uh, we always had, you know, some fresh clothes for like that first, first week of school. Um, you know, it, we never, it was, we hardly ever got an opportunity to get some, like some fresh Nikes or Reebok or, um, or champions. You know, it's, it's hot now, the brand champion. I kept on stage was making fun of that saying that, um, if you don't know who that is, you check him out on face, uh, Facebook. He's a comedian, uh, and he uh, <laughs> he said, "Man, I wanna I wanna get my cool points back because he said Champion, the brand Champion is is hot now, but it wasn't hot when I was sporting it as a kid. And it's funny because a lot of things that we were into back in the day, it, you know, a lot of people wasn't hip to it, but now, you know, this new generation, it's like the coolest thing. Fila's came back out. You know what I'm saying? Like the only person that made Fila worth wearing." uh was grand heel and actually i think i I did i had a pair of grand heels i never forget um this was back in i think the 90s but i actually had a pair of grand heels and um i specifically bought them because that was that was the brand of sneakers that he wore and but christmas doing those still in the 90s it was primarily Spent with my family back in Arkansas, you know, having all the cousins you know playing around, we were kids. It's funny, our cousins me my myself, my sisters, we were all the same ages that our my our younger cousins are, and we were the age and our parents were the age that we are now, and now we're the age that our parents were, and like my my little cousins they're the same age that we were back then, so it's just it's funny looking at it from a different perspective and we we had so much fun man i got i remember getting ninja turtles i remember actually getting the ninja turtle van um i'm going to actually post a picture of it uh, alongside with this episode it was it was so cool. it's, it's something that i wanted man and when i finally got it i was like oh this is so cool it was the yellow van with the shell top and I had all the Ninja Turtles: Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo. I never had April. I don't. I don't think I ever. Had, I had Master Splinter. I had Shredder. Um, I don't think I ever had the Foot Clan. I don't think I ever had them, One of them, but man, it was it was so cool. I remember getting GI Joes, probably one or two electric cars. You know, maybe some clothes here and there. I don't know, but one thing that I really enjoyed was spending time with my family. I enjoyed that the most. As we gotten older, um, you know, we started branching out, going to college, the house started emptying. You know, first it was Tasha, then Natalie left and then I left. And when we when we were like in our twenties, we started being able to have uh Christmases where we were able to spend our own money and provide presents. And we still kept up with the tradition of opening presents at 12 o'clock, my mom and I. You know, sometimes my sisters would join in. Sometimes they would open like one or two presents and go to sleep and do it in the morning, uh, which is what they prefer to do. But mom and I, like I said, uh, it's like letting out two beasts. We just go at it, start ripping stuff apart. Like we, My mom and I are the same age every year come Christmas. We are five years old. My mom and I, we tag team. Like we have a, a, um, a box cutter. And if there's one mom will open a present, she'll pass it on to me. I cut one open. I open one. I pass on her. No, it's tag team. We tag team every, every Christmas. So really looking forward to doing that this year as well. Uh, we're, we're leaving town and, and, um, man, it, it, it always warms my heart being around them, but I want to say one of the, the few favorite Christmas Christmases, one of them was the first Christmas spent at my, um, at my apartment when I was an undergrad, um, small space. I had a roommate, but he was out of town. Uh, so it only had my, my room and living room. And it was me, my two sisters and my mom, and we made it work and we spent Christmas there. We had so much fun. And it was fun to have them in my personal space, you know, a space that I created, you know, uh, for my life. And um then we we started spending Christmas with my older sister and again with my other sister up north and we just we 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 switch it up every year and sometimes we'll be like, Okay, now it's such and such turn to have Christmas there. So if Christmas was here in Georgia, my sisters would come here and we would have it here. If Christmas was up north, we'll head up there, um, started, you know, building our own tradition as Penny, you know, as penny whales, And it was, it was fun, but that was one of my favorite moments. Um, it was actually the time where like my family had an intervention with me and, and it, I just started college. I had a job and they were worried that I wouldn't be able to juggle my education and, and, and employment. And they were thinking, why don't you just be a student for a time? And I was like, I can do this, and back then, I ain't gonna lie, um, it probably would have been best for me to just stay a student and not work, uh, because my grades were horrible, I was dropping classes left and right, man, I was a bad student, like, I was, I, it took me seven years to graduate college, and I tell people all the time, wouldn't take them back for anything in the world, because it took me, um, four years, I tell them, it took me four years to get a degree but it took me 7 to become a man. That that um education um, undergrad really shaped me into who I am, the way I the way I think, and uh, being able to speak for myself and uh, stand firm on my uh perspective, you know, and not excluding others, but if there's something I feel highly um um strong and solid about, you know, if there's if if that's my opinion then I should, should adhere to it. And, and um, But at the same time, considering other people's point of views, because they may be able to see something that you can't. But that was one of the best, best moments. Another one was when we went up north to visit my sister. Um, it was cold, um, but we had such a good time. Of course, mom and I doing what we do at 12 a.m. And it was nice being in my sister's environment. And then migrating over uh, to my older sister's um, um, home and um but always whenever we have christmas here you know reminds me of growing up in in my mom's house um to just two bedrooms It's four of us it's three women one one guy one bathroom i know you probably can't even imagine how that worked but we made it work as a family and just being being there it, it was it was always a treat it was always a treat um i think the 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 memories that really stuck out the most, the most for me, was the moments mom had gotten gifts that she never expected, gifts that reminded, gifts that touch her heart. Uh, one book, one um, one thing that mom got um from the family, it was a Bible that she had always that she had wanted, and I think it was a Bible, um, located at Charles Stanley's church. Charles Stanley, I'm not sure if you all are familiar. He's been a uh, pastor. Um, he's been preaching since forever, and Mom's been listening to him since forever. And she really wanted that Bible, and she, I guess, she didn't think she was going to get it. And when she got it, she just it melted. She, I, she could have, she could have not gotten anything else, and she just would have been fine. Uh, but that, that really touched her. Um, one Another one was my sister ordered a blanket with a photo of myself and my two sisters as kids. I think I was like um, two or three. Uh, Natalie had to been four or five. Tasha had to been six or seven. But no, I probably was one. Natalie was probably three. Tasha was probably four or five. And she, it, she had it printed on this quilt and mom opened it and she just melted and she cried and it just took her back and as a parent i think that we all have those moments we haven't had them yet because we don't have any kids my sister and i but there are moments where i see mom pause she may be looking at an old photo of us or she just may be thinking or she just may be looking at us and just thinking of how far we've come since we were born like all my sisters and i we're we're adults now and, and but at one point, my mom was changing her diapers. At one point, she was teaching us how to walk. She was teaching us how to ride a bike. She was teaching us how to drive. You know, and mom has been a different mom for as long as I in many different phases uh, since growing up. And uh, because as a parent, you have to cater to your kids based off their personalities, based off their personalities. And mom has uh, found a unique way of communicating with all of us. Man, with me, I I know I challenged her. I know I challenged her. And I still look back and I'm like, how could you do that? But she gives, (laughs) she always gives glory to God. Like, and I'm not saying that sarcastically, but it's because of her that I know who and what God is. I knew what he was when I was younger. But when I got to college and I had to, apply the principles that my mom was teaching me when I was growing up, I had to apply that to my life because I found myself being backed in dark corners. And I always go back um, to what my mom was instilling in her kids in reference to God in and in a, in a strong side of relationship with him. And I learned who and what he was because of her. So I give great, great thanks to her, but I give great thanks to God working through her. Because he knew that was the only way that was the only way that i would be exposed to him so uh but shout out to mom dr denise lee pennywell interviewed her for episode uh 43 um she's pretty much told her story as an educator if you haven't listened to that you need to check it out um her mom's mom's story has always amazed me i'm like wow you went from there to here and you still going so but um yeah But christmas with my family has has always been so awesome um i'm trying to one christmas my my family bought me a um i think it was i think it's like a 12 foot um collectible of general zod from superman from the man of steel for those of you are not familiar with general zod uh, General Zod is from the DC comic books. He's, uh, you know, naturally portrayed as a villain, but General Zod is from the same planet of Krypton. It's, he's from planet Krypton, just like Superman. But it's just like when you have one place and you have two different people from the same place, that means they have two different perspectives. You know, Superman was um, released, sent to Earth, you know, to save the legacy, not just of his family, but of his race. And General Zod was pissed because he thought that they could have used what was infused in Superman and to uh, more to carry on the legacy of the planet Krypton because it was imploding. Um, but General Zod was upset and he wanted back what was basically taken from him, which was his right to, um, to enhance uh, the Kryptonian race and i watching the man of steel i know y'all think oh man this is nothing to do with christmas yes it does i, I have a point i'm in, it's i'm getting there <laughs> but general zod um i was not expecting to receive him as a present because you know i, I like the 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 protagonist i'm always on the protagonist side before the antagonist it was because a man of steel that i developed a different perspective for the overall villain a villain is only a villain because we don't think the same way they, feel, they think. We don't hurt the same way that they hurt. And I think, you know, movies have, have, have got done a really good job of allowing the audience to feel sorry for the villain, which you should because the villain is a human too, you know, um, has feelings and, 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 and um, expresses emotions. But um receiving that gift, wasn't expecting it wasn't expecting it and i st- still have it to this day it was one of my favorite uh collectibles and i was like man this is this is too awesome and i know i gotta personally buy more i to always told myself when i get up there and and funds that i was going to uh, collect more and hopefully um if my fiance is listening um i can have like my own personal man cave and i have nothing but collectibles I ain't gonna lie, just just collectibles and a chair and a TV and a bookshelf for my Marvel and DC uh, films, animated and real life. So that's that's my dream. That's my personal dream is to have that room. Um, And hopefully I have things set up where that can actually happen. But moving right along, yes, that was one of my favorite Christmases because I was not expecting that from my family um this christmas i will say um i bought a gift for someone not gonna tell who it is not gonna say what it is but they've been asking about this gift for a couple of years and i found it and i hope they like it so um i'm not not gonna give you any hints but um this is one gift that i was like yeah they're gonna like they're gonna love this so and and just being able to do stuff like that for for your family and and people that mean the most to you, I think that's a part of the um a part of the essence of christmas is and but it's is love i mean if you weren't loved, people wouldn't go out of their way you know to make sure that you receive something that you want if 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 you weren't loved, you know people wouldn't people would care less if you were there or not come Christmas day if you weren't loved, people wouldn't pay attention, you know, to the things that you say and mention year round, like, yo, I want this so bad. And you're like, man, I can't, I just, this is something I want. And to have somebody in your presence, taking notes, taking mental notes. And you're like, you know what? I know exactly what to get them for Christmas. So, um, but yeah, my, my list of favorite Christmas moments uh, consists of just being with my family, being with my golden girls. I call my mom, my two sisters, my golden girls because I can be in their presence and want to be nowhere else. Whether we're riding in the car, whether we're going around shopping or going to a movie, just being with them, it just brings me back home. makes brings my heart back home. I couldn't have asked for a better family. I know people, a lot of, people who are cynical about this holiday i understand i do i've met people who hate christmas who just hate the holidays in general and i know sometimes you actually yourself, how can you hate it but i think well if you actually experience life the way that they did then you would then you would understand and but i hope that if you do come across somebody with that uh mentality that you're able to um have a sense of empathy and sympathy um, for their experience and just be there for them. You know, if you want to provide them with a gift, you know, do so. And I'm I'm pretty sure they appreciate it, especially if you've been paying attention to, um, their life and what they've been going through. And if you've gotten that close to them, I'm, I'm pretty certain they will appreciate that. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the Christmas experiences that I have with my fiance. Once we get married and we have our own place and we develop our own family, I'm really looking forward to that because we're going to, uh, take through the traditions that we have with our immediate family and infuse them and develop something of our own. You know, and it's, it's, it's awesome hearing her say that she's going to be the future Miss Penny, you know, the, the, the future Miss Penny, Mrs. Pennywell. And that just pleases my heart Uh, to see that she's accepted me for who I am. This is actually uh, the first Christmas. No, well, no. The first Christmas that we have as an engaged couple because I proposed this past February and this upcoming February will be a whole year, February 17th. It'll be a whole year since I uh, proposed. I actually proposed um, on the same weekend that Black Panther came out. So we went to the movies I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm about to make one of the best best decisions in my life. I'm sweating, I'm scared, um, but I'm moving forward. And after the movie, just watching that movie itself was just reminding me of my responsibility as a black man, as a man, as a future husband, as a future father, as a mentor, um, as a friend, as a son. Man, it was just, it was the perfect setup for what I was about to do. Um but unfortunately we won't be able to spend Christmas with each other because she'll be on uh, Georgia I'll be up north and um but we, we were at, we were able to exchange gifts. We were at a point in our life where things are changing. Um, but our lives have been always changing simultaneously. Ever since we graduated, our lives have always been parallel and I believe I I know God has been doing that. Um but I'm really looking forward to what he's about to provide for us in the future. Uh but um spending christmas with with them i think i spent christmas with them um well was it christmas i think it was I, if it was a night i think it was 2016 i think it was 2015 or 2016 i think it was um but yeah it was it was awesome man and i, I spent um what was it, uh new year's eve new year's eve 2015 it was when i was between jobs that was the sickest i've ever been that's when i first got when i got my first sinus infection those of you who are familiar with that i know you can vouch for me and say you rather have a common cold than i have a sinus infection man did not know what that was until i went to the doctor i was like yeah so my body is changing and i need to make adjustments And having that in the midst of of winter, no, it's not something you want to experience. So, plus I was further north, and it was just freezing, and I'm just coughing. I'm like, man, it sucks. It sucks. And I was feeling this way during New Year's Eve, but I was still able to enjoy myself uh, with Adrian, my fiance. So it was it was cool. It was cool. So I'm really looking forward to the future, and um, yeah. Um, I will say this before I end this. I know this is not going to be your your typical episode where it's about 60 minutes or slightly plus. But I will say this. (sighs) And this is something that I had to learn for myself. And I'm sure other people totally understand this. When it comes to Christmas, no matter what other people are doing or capable of doing or being able to do, do not break the bank trying to uh, please people with gift giving don't break the bank in order to give somebody what they want don't do that please don't because we end up doing everything we can for a moment but we overlook what comes after that same thing and i'm just i know I ha- i'm not married yet but I am looking forward to providing for a marriage opposed to just the wedding because you can spend $10,000 on a wedding. And if you only got like $50 post that you still have bills to pay. You still have, um, financial responsibilities. You have a life to add to uphold. And if you don't have the funds to do that, then you end up regretting the money that you had spent prior. So, spend wisely, uh, doing the holidays. Don't try to make yourself as stress-free as possible. This is something that I'm going to apply because, uh, this is an idea. They said somebody wrote, why don't you, um, what you do is it once a month you buy a gift card. You buy like a visa gift card that you can spend anywhere, right? Buy a gift card or put aside funds so that when December comes, November." you already have the money to spend on Christmas Christmas gifts. You have a budget. And that's one thing that we need to do more is applying budgets to buying Christmas gifts on uh, doing Christmas. Like if you got if you if you banking and you can do that, go ahead. And if you're fine afterwards, by all means have at it. But if you not if you if your if your pockets are not deep <laughs> if anything, if you got holes in your pocket and you can't afford to lose anything do not do that to yourself. Please don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just imagine you buying a gift that you spent all this money on only to find out that either the person already has it or they didn't like it. And you're like, yo, I spent all that money on that and you're not gonna use it and you're not gonna appreciate it and then you are broke. It's not worth it. So put aside a Christmas fund. A Christmas account, save throughout the year, buy throughout the year, Um, like my family, this is an idea that you can use, my family, our tradition is we submit, you know how places of employment have deadlines for documents, our family has that, we have, we make a Christmas list uh, between, I want to say August and September august and september well august and october our christmas gifts our christmas lists are due and we send them out post them in google documents so they can be edited um but we send them out and it gives us about two months to um pick gifts that we want our family the the, the good thing about it is the family doesn't know which gifts they're going to get they just know that they have a list and there's a chance they might get something on it they might not might get all the things on your list who knows but we submit gift um our christmas list uh, amongst each other and we also submit our stocking stuffers lists and that's how we go about doing christmas and um it's uh we're a very organized family that's just how we are and um, that works for us it's been working for us for almost a decade and yeah probably yeah a decade because i started i started college and uh, undergrad in 2007 it's 2018 now so about over a year uh we've been doing this and it's been it's been very helpful very helpful um i know that one of my family members came across somebody while they were holding it in their hands at a store and they were like wow that's like very organized that's a good idea and you know there's this is probably something families have been doing for a while and we probably just gotten exposed to it back then but it's something that works for us um But at the same time, if you know your family very well, just start purchasing um, gifts throughout the year. Put it to the side. Hide them if you're good at that. If you're around a family member or somebody that has a tendency to always find stuff that you put to the side, then don't do that. Just save and come November, you'll have the amount of money that you need. You won't break the bank. You won't break yourself. You won't break a sweat trying to make somebody happy. So... During this season, what we want is for you to be in a position where you can help someone, uh, being in a position where you can um, give somebody what they want. And and also uh, have an experience of joy and peace, you know, and just relaxing. If you have the privilege of having a a week off um, for Christmas holidays, man, I, I kid you not, I um from two thousand seven no two thousand six from two thousand six to two thousand fourteen yeah so twelve ten eleven twelve twelve years i i went without having being able to spend the holidays with my family um i would have to work on the twenty fourth I'd be off on Christmas and then I would have to be back on the 26th. And of course, Thanksgiving, I would be off on like probably I would get off the day before Thanksgiving, be off Thanksgiving and then have to be back for Black Friday. So I never actually got an opportunity to just stay with my family. But year 2015, I was transitioning to a different job. Uh, that was the first time I was able. To, I was actually able to spend the entire Christmas holiday with my family. And I thank God for that because I didn't have any funds coming in. I still had a check or two coming in for my previous job. But I had started my new job that following January, January 6th, 2016. I had quit my previous job in November of 2015. And from no, from November from the end of November to the beginning of January, I didn't have a job, but I had the opportunity to just have fun with my family and just kick back. So, uh, but this year has been a lot of changes of uh, new things coming up. To Keep you in mind, I'll be getting a hold of some hopefully of some new equipment, stepping up my game um, um, regarding the glory and our stories. Been getting some ideas from a lot of people. And um, and I realized that when people give you advice, it's not that they're jealous, it's not they don't see what you it's actually they believe in what you're doing. And they're saying, man, this will, this might help, you know, this will not take it up a notch. And that's basically what you wanna do in everything that you start is, how can I make the best of what I have and making sure that whatever people receive is of the best quality. So that's what I'm trying to do is provide you all with good quality sound, good quality stories about um, people. I'm not I don't do this to dig for dirt or to dig back in your history or just to or is to uh, gnaw at those sensitive areas of your life. But you have a story to tell no matter who you are. You have a story to tell. You have a perspective to show. And I tend to um, seek that out so that people can be reminded that they're not by themselves so i'm actually interviewing somebody today um and that will be uh, projected later on down the line so um i will go ahead and include this in this i it's not a part of the glory in our stories but um i think that is something that is something that i've actually been thinking of pursuing I recently interviewed um, Leah Smith, AKA the activist artist and Eamon Hudson, AKA a major a creative, a creator of major sound as a local band of Augusta, Georgia, uh, Leah Smith, the activist artist just released her album about two weeks ago, uh fire to feelings. One of the best albums I ever heard in my life. I, I kid you not. It's not because not just because she's my friend, uh, but the quality of the music is really good. I'm, I'm a huge fan of R&B music. Uh, i love r&b music i like hip-hop i really like hip-hop but i love r&b music i've I've always loved it um but had a conversation with them breaking down the concepts of the album but the title of the series is the recipe it's going to be a three-part series i'll be releasing the first one um pretty soon and then there will be a second part and a third part so uh just look forward to that but during this holiday season enjoy yourself enjoy your time with your family uh, sit down with one of your elders, ask questions, do that. But while we still have them, um, the older generation, they're they are getting older and they're going to need us to step up, whether it's cooking, whether it's uh, relaying wisdom, whether it's doing physical work, whatever it is, it's our turn. It's our it's time for our generation uh, to start filling those slots that they have filled for so long. Uh, but enjoy your christmas enjoy your family eat sleep drink be merry um for those of you who are gym heads like myself try to get your exercise in when you can just talking to uh somebody uh recently about uh what i think it was my like my brother-in-law like his um he was telling me how how much he enjoys the gym and i was telling him but for me i'm i realized that um I really enjoy running cardio. I'm not just cardio, but running. Running is my favorite probably because it gets me an opportunity to escape mentally and my body can just be emotion and I can just go at it. So anyway, um, I hope you all uh, have a wonderful day. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your Christmas and enjoy this life and the, and the privilege of being able to live and have access to God's presence because of his son. You know, he He made he bridged that gap that was there ever since um, Adam and Eve. And now we have the opportunity to speak to him whenever we want. We can be in his presence. Uh, for those of us who need to be reminded, uh, the Garden of Eden wasn't a place, it was a presence. And one day we'll be in his presence for eternity and we won't have all of these distractions, electronics, Uh, lust um addictions whatever whatever it would never it won't be anything between us and him and uh, the birth the birth of our jesus christ the way he came into this world if that wasn't symbolic um of 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 us or in the relationship that he has with us i don't know what is um god i think is he is the best illustrator illustrator when it comes to um showing love So uh, again continue to build uh, good Christmas moments and um, share them with your family and share share them with us if you have an opportunity you know post it on Instagram Facebook we enjoy hearing about these things because uh, life can be a little bit heavy can be a little bit harsh and we just we need we need those nuggets we need those oh, the small specks of light no matter how big or how tiny they are uh, but Merry Christmas. And you all have a happy and wonderful new year. Um, love you. And um, love each other. But most importantly, love yourself. Uh, this is The Glory in Our Stories, episode 44. When we were just discussing our, favorites, our favorite Christmas moments. Watch a film. Watch, I recommend National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Like I said, it's one of the funniest films and uh, watch a, a Christmas story. Um, all the Christmas films that you can think of or animated uh, film, movies, enjoy. Enjoy this time. Uh, and just for those of us who have that, you know, that nine to five, um, re-energize, get your rest, and uh, make plans for the next year to make those moves. Whatever's Whatever's keeping you from going from b and you're still stuck in a it's time to move forward so make those there's nothing wrong with making new year's resolutions there's nothing wrong with that just make them write them down put them in front of you make sure that you see them make sure that you are exposed to them every single day as mental reminders that you are getting closer and closer to where you should be and um, if you are somewhere and you don't feel comfortable Um, it's because in order for you to get over there, you have to be here. God has you exactly where you need to be. And remember that you are loved. You are loved. Again, you all have a wonderful holiday. Enjoy yourself. Peace.